Thinking aloud. Conversations on the leading edge of knowledge and discovery with psychologist Jeffrey Mishlove. Hello, I'm Jeffrey Mishlove, and I'm inaugurating at this moment a new series within the New Thinking Aloud video channel on YouTube. I'm calling this new series In Presence, and uh, it's about opening up to the magic of the present moment, being present to the depths within yourself that are beckoning you to live the most authentic life possible, to become the best version of yourself. I also, by naming it in presence, want to acknowledge the uh, group of a hundred or so leaders, thought leaders in the field of intuition, because I've hosted an email discussion list called In Presence for the last quarter century. And uh, I've had the great opportunity to associate with writers, intuitive consultants, psychics, artists, creative visionaries, researchers in this field for a long time. I would like to also begin by talking about what it meant for me to get in touch with my own destiny. I think, in a way, this very moment of uh, communicating, of sharing from my heart and hopefully from my heart to your heart is an example of what I'm talking about. And I'm going to describe for you a, a moment that was very pivotal in my life, that changed my whole life. I was in my early 20s at the time, just completing my master's degree in criminology the University of California. And I was in agony because I really wanted to focus on the positive side of human deviance. I, instead, I was in the working in the psychiatric unit of San Quentin Prison uh, with murderers and, and rapists. And, and while this was very revealing to me, and uh, I'm grateful for having had that experience, it wasn't what I wanted to do. I knew that my deepest desire was to focus on psychics, on intuitives, on mystics, on, on what we call the occult, the hidden aspects of life. And they, they were so hidden, you might say, that you couldn't pursue them at the University of California at Berkeley. There was no way. And that's true at most universities, unfortunately, today still. So I agonized for months. And, you know, my willingness to be in agony over this for months, uh, I think was important. It's like a process of where you tense up, you tense up, you tense up, and then you can relax and enter into a new state because you tensed up. It's... uh known in uh, as Jacobsonian relaxation, that process of tensing and then relaxing. So after months of being tense like that, I had an insight that uh, an answer would come to me in a dream. And indeed, I had a dream uh, that night, the day that I uh, knew I would have a dream. I dreamt that I was visiting 
some friends of mine in Berkeley where I lived at the time and knocked on the door to their little student apartment and nobody answered. So I found the key, let myself in, went into their living room and saw a magazine sitting in the middle of their living room floor. The magazine in my dream was named I-E-Y-E. And I was paging through the magazine when I woke up from the dream with this feeling of such excitement, like, oh, wow, I have the answer now. But I had no clue as to what the answer was. So I put on my tennis shoes. This is in the days before running shoes. I put on my tennis and ran across Berkeley like four miles to student married student housing, knocked on the door of this apartment, Nobody answered. And I happened to know they kept a key under the doormat. So I let myself in, saw on the middle of their living room floor a magazine. And here's an interesting example of dream distortion. The name of the magazine wasn't I, it was Focus. Slightly different. And it brought focus to my life, literally. It was the magazine of KQED, listener-sponsored radio and television in the San Francisco Bay Area. At that moment, I made a decision that I would pursue media as a way to achieve my desired career. And at the time, I can tell you, I didn't own a radio. I didn't own a television. Even more, I didn't believe in radio or TV. As far as I was concerned, long-haired Berkeley hippie that I was, the only authentic forms of human interaction were face-to-face, and the electronic media in every regard was phony baloney. But I changed my mind, and I went to volunteer at KPFA Radio, Pacifica Radio, non-profit radio in Berkeley, where I lived. Even though I had uh, my master's degree, I was happy to accept uh, their offer to sit at the desk and press a buzzer every time somebody uh, rang the doorbell to let them in. And after a few weeks of doing that, I learned how to put a radio program together. I interviewed a number of my friends, local psychics, with, and did a program about how you don't have to be famous and from out of town to be psychic. The people were having psychic experiences. And the program director at KPFA liked what I had done and said, well, we have a slot available for you. You can have a regular program every Tuesday and Thursday called The Mind's Ear. And all of a sudden, I found myself sitting across a table from world-class experts who were on their book tours, passing through San Francisco, and with 10,000 people listening in. And it gave me the confidence to create a unique individual interdisciplinary doctoral program at Berkeley in parapsychology. So I've been studying psychic phenomenon and intuition for a long time since then. It's getting near to half a century. Um, But the key for me the the lesson that I drew from this experience is that when you get in touch with becoming the best version of yourself, following your highest destiny, being a really good person and uh, doing goodness, creating goodness in the world, spreading light, 
that uh, there are invisible forces that want to help you to do that. And they certainly have helped me. And it's not as if my life has, has been easy since then. I've had, uh, trials and tribulations as, as we all do. I don't consider myself a, a guru by any means. I'm not interested in any of you becoming like me. I'm interested in you becoming more like you. And that's what this In Presence series will be about. I do want to encourage you to think about goodness. You know, the word good and the word God both come from the same Anglo-Saxon root. And uh, when I talk about intuition, psychic abilities, it's like acquiring godlike powers, but it has to be done in the best, in the goodest way, uh, if I can <laughs> coin, coin that word. You see, Rudolf Steiner, uh, the great Austrian mystic, was an inspiration to me. He wrote a book. He died in 1925, but he wrote a book called, um, he wrote 200 books. One of them was called Knowledge of the Higher Worlds and Its Attainment. And it has been an inspiration to me uh, almost from the beginning of my quest. And one of the things he said there is, before you take a single step towards knowledge or power, take two steps towards ethics. And I think you can see in the lives of saints and other really good people, they are uh, quite familiar with psychic functioning, with mystical states of consciousness. It's a natural thing, and it's nothing associated with their ego it's, uh, and nor do I claim to have any great psychic powers associated with my ego. They come and go as they wish. And I live my life. Uh, I've had hundreds of experiences, but I, I wouldn't, as many of the people who I work with who are professional psychics can do it uh, on a regular basis. But that's not me. I don't consider myself a professional psychic. I consider myself somebody who has had the great fortune of being able to follow their own path in life. And mystical psychic experiences have been part of that path, uh, a very important part. And I think they are a very important part of everyone's life because it's part of simply being conscious, of having consciousness, having awareness. Well, I'm going to conclude this uh, inaugural program for now. I hope that many of you will comment. I'll be happy to well, do my best to respond to comments on, on these videos. And uh, I expect that this will be a long-running series. My hope is that it'll be something uh, that might even become daily and uh, because the quest that I have been on has been one of nearly half a century and one that I've been on every day. And uh, that's the sort of thing I believe I can share with you. Thank you for being with me.
The New Thinking Aloud, or In Presence podcast, that you have just heard was originally recorded as a video for the New Thinking Aloud channel on YouTube. Check out the channel by going to New Thinking A-L-L-O-W-E-D dot com.